<clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, episode 12. 12. Uh, we had a spectacular week in wrestling this week. Bangers! Big, big high points. There were also some low points. Of course. However, we, uh, yeah, we had a pretty good week of wrestling, actually. Surpri- surprisingly, <laughs> comparatively to last week, this, yeah. this was much much better. 100%. So, uh, that being said, let's get started. Let's, uh, let's get started. Welcome back to GQ Wrestling Podcast. Episode 12. 12 weeks of this. We've been doing this for three months. I love it. I, honestly, I, I, I don't know how everybody feels about it. I look forward to it. There are some weeks that are dull, some weeks that are great. I look forward to this week's podcast because of how good wrestling treated us this week. Unlike last week where we were super dependent on hoping we would have something good to talk about. And then this week we're like, well, maybe it could be bad. Maybe it could be worse. Every single program lived up to the hype. Exceeded expectations. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, we're going to dive in pretty quickly into this because we have a lot to cover. So let's go right into Friday night Smackdown. Uh, we were, we were promoed a couple of things. We were promoted a a women's championship match with Bianca and Asuka. We had Jay Uso going to have a promo talking about everything that's going on with bloodline and Roman Reigns. We had a fatal four way match, uh, for the, a chance to be able to get to the United States championship with AJ Butch, Santos Escobar, and Grayson Waller, and then Sheamus and Ridge Holland and Pretty Deadly. That was all promoed for what could have been happening on Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, overall, I thought it it could live up to the hype. I'm hoping it do well, but uh, we'll go right into the tag team match of Sheamus and Ridge and Pretty Deadly. Um, if you're not familiar with what happened with Ridge, it's over a year now. Yeah, he was in a match with Biggie, and a move did not land correctly, and it ended up, almost could have ended Biggie's career. Well, and he was, got blamed for it. It was New Day versus Brawling Boots, and Ridge did a, a a move belly to belly suplex. And the way it's supposed to be properly performed is that you're supposed to literally throw your body back, curl your neck to be able to land on your back, and finish the move properly. And Ridge Holland got blamed heavily for almost ending Big E's career. But we did a dive back before the podcast started, and it ain't Ridge's fault. No, it's not Ridge's fault. It was Big E's fault for not properly doing the move. Right. He he did not take proper precautions to protect himself. Um and as a performer, that is one thing that you are taught. You are taught how to properly protect yourself when taking pretty much every move in the book, unless, you know, you run across somebody who doesn't know how to fucking take a poison rana. Yeah. I can't do a backflip anymore. I, if I even tried, I'd break my leg. Right. So, like, it, a lot of people are saying, oh, Rich. Rich Holland hurt Big E, and then this week he hurt uh, one of the members of Pretty Deadly. Yeah, one of the guys from Pretty Deadly, and everybody's all up in arms again that Ridge Holland is a dangerous performer, and that is 
in no way the case. So what we've seen him kind of improve himself after the Big E thing. He took some time to reflect. He didn't wrestle for a while after that and kind of improved himself a little bit. Uh, seeing him with Sheamus, it shows that Sheamus obviously is the mentor and he is the mentee. Right. And he's improved as a, as a worker and he knows what he's, he's getting more crisp. But it's it's we've said this before in the podcast that you're literally doing a dance with a person in the ring with you. And if you're not on the same page and you're not synced up together and you're not doing a move properly, you're going to end up hurting somebody, even yourself, if you're trying to do a move when you're not in sync with your other person. Well, and that's that's and that's what happened this week. Um, so honestly, one of the first moves that you're taught when you're going through wrestling schools how to take a shoulder block. Yeah. Now, so granted, the move that was done wasn't a shoulder block. It it's called a pounce. Right. And but it's essentially a jacked up shoulder block. And you are taught that you always, always, always mm-hmm. want to land on your back. So like even we watched Tough Enough. In Tough Enough, Hunter literally does the biggest block on his back and goes. You're slapping the ground, but you want to land firm on your back so it doesn't mess up your vertebrae, mess up anything with your head. You're landing it properly, and you're not going to get yourself hurt. And and landing landing on your side mm-hmm. is, it's, honestly, it's one of, I mean, there are worse ways to land, obviously. Oh, of land course. on your head. Of course. Um, but landing on your side, there's just, you have, when you land on your side, you have no control. No, not at all. Because at that point, you're not going to land and stop moving. Completely agree with you. So, yeah, I hate that Rich is getting another blameful tack of not somebody completing the move properly all the way through. Uh, This match, don't get me wrong, it's great to see the Pretty Deadly Boys kind of get their footing, finally get on on the main roster, kind of getting to these big boy matches. Well, and now they're derailed. Yeah, because now a guy's going to be... Because a guy didn't know how to take care of himself. Exactly. And you're so right there, you miss your push. You lose every bit of momentum. And they they were coming off NXT hype and showing up on the main roster and doing these things, and now boom. They had a a title shot their first night on SmackDown. And it went flawlessly, too. Right. It was amazing. But uh, the ending of the match, Pretty Deadly ended up beating the Brawling Brutes. Yeah. Um, I'm not shocked. No, don't get me wrong. I love Sheamus... But he, we've said the older wrestlers are getting to a point now that they are literally becoming uh, teachers and, and learning to pass off their craft. Everyone has now entered the Chris Jericho state of living. Very much so. Decrepit? Mm, no, more of a passing the torch kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, next match, we have Zelina Vega versus Bailey. Do we care? Not really, because what does this match do? Nothing. Not a... Damn thing. Not a damn thing, really, honestly. Not a damn thing. Hey, and this is our podcast. It's you, true. You can I, I held back for a second, you, you but honestly, that's how it is. Um, it doesn't progress. And we know what happens on a live show. Bailey's going to be out for a while. Yeah, Bailey's hurt. She was perform. Actually, it, that wasn't even her fault for landing on her knee. Somebody hit her knee, and it gave out. And it's another knee injury that Bailey's going to be out for several months again. Now, it's not been documented how long she's going to be out for or if she's even going to be on television. Has there has there been an injury update on her? I have not seen. When I looked before the podcast, there was not an injury update that I saw. But she got the she got the X thrown up at a oh, live show. Oh, yeah. Real hard. So it, let's just put it this way. Bailey will be out. And honestly, don't get me wrong, 
that's going to help the EOS guy because there's not going to be a distraction and you can push EO Oh, EO for hard. sure. It, it's actually, for the long run, let EO cook. Yeah. I'm happy. Then you go into, and you texted me during this, Jay Uso's promo. Oh, dude. So good. I what what we know out of Jimmy and Jay, Jay's the talker. Jay knows how to Jay knows how to handle the mic in any way, shape, or form. He's always been the guy in that tag team to lead the charge when it comes to speaking. He doesn't stutter. He he's very thorough, very cognizant of what he's talking about. Oh yeah. And this week impressed us even more. The man knows exactly. He he got the assignment. He read the notes, and he understood the assignment. Yeah. What did you think of it? Uh, well, it, so the the thing that you get in a promo from Jey Uso is you get a lot of heart out of it. And <clears throat> I think we saw this week that he the the amount of heart and intensity that he put into this promo was it was obviously it was phenomenal and and i know what you're gonna go with and yep we got to see an incredibly rare mm -hmm. very 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 rare <laughs> incident this past week on friday night smackdown i haven't seen it. we got to see uh -huh. a sasquatch in the wrestling business <laughs> We got to see a Paul Heyman bump. I haven't seen a Paul Heyman bump in probably 10 years. The last, what comes to mind, the last time I saw Paul Heyman take a bump, Eric Bischoff and Heyman with Eric Bischoff in the gi and Heyman had the ponytail still. Yeah. That's it's a, been a minute. I think that's the last time. That was like 2000s, like late 2000s, yeah. early 2010s. The last time I remember seeing it. it, 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 it this is. This is like seeing the Loch Ness Monster get hit by lightning while riding a bus and getting attacked by a shark at the same time. And on it, hey, he took it. Oh, he, yeah. He, he took a super kick to the face. Paulie E can still take a bump. I was expecting a chair shot, but hey. Hey. Super kick. Great. God, honestly, I love it. I love it. Let's just put it this way. We're going to get a good match, obviously, with Roman and Jay at SummerSlam. We are. We're going to – it's going to be good. Do I see titles switching? No. No. The, we've, we, we've said – we've done the storyline before. Remember, COVID era, we got Jay versus Roman. And those matches, they were good. They were yeah, great no, matches. They were great matches. But this one has different feeling because it's more personal and it's, it's more eh. But – who we think is going to take the titles off of him, it's not going to be Jay, but it, they'll put up a good match. Unless somehow, some way, they do something like they just did on NXT with Dirty Dom winning the NXT North American Championship. You want to know what I think is going to happen? Say away. I think Seth's going to beat him for him, for the belt. So he'll make an ultimate championship? Nope. He's Roman will carry those belts till the draft next year. So we, we've talked Seth about Rollins, it before. Seth Rollins will get drafted to SmackDown. And take the world heavyweight with him? And no, he won't be champion. So you're saying Seth won't have a title. Right. Seth he'll will get, lose it, the title. Yep, and he'll okay. get drafted to SmackDown. Okay, I just want to clarify. In in the 2024 draft. We're, we're going, we're, <coughs> excuse we're, me, folks. We're, we're going to the 
<coughs> Quick dying. Dude, we slept with the ceiling fan on last night. Oh, so you're definitely it, dying. It jacked me all up. You're definitely dying. But anyway, Seth will get drafted to SmackDown, sans title belt, and the draft happened before WrestleMania it did. last year. Correct. So at next year's WrestleMania, mm-hmm. we will probably see Seth Rollins versus the undisputed heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins will be the guy that takes it off him. Question! Possible answer. Will he get all three belts? No. Darn. He just gets the one. Because I wish it was like a package deal. Like if you win, you get Paul and he carries the two and you get the one big ugly gold one. And the only reason I say that is because this past week, this last week or the week before, Mm -hmm. Seth Rollins was the guest on impulsive i I, saw i listened to that with logan paul it was a great interview and seth said Mm -hmm. a little easter egg Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. the only person that he could perceive taking those belts off of roman was himself and i love that because we're incorporating logan more and more often now that he's their like their their guy to break news and the other thing is, is this now comes full circle. Yeah, 100%. It, because, I mean, Seth's taken belts off Roman before. Yeah. They, the, the greatest, uh, the greatest cash-in of all time. It is the greatest cash-in of all time. Maybe. Was the only cash-in of WrestleMania. But. But still. That be, I mean, that being said, that's, that's what I see happening. I, I yeah. think that's. Storyline wise, that makes the most sense, right? So we have, so we have Jay versus I mean, Roman. Unless you're gonna have my boy Damian Priest cash in on him and take it, but he keeps he's on he's on Raw. He's gonna cash in on Seth. I think I think he's gonna cash in on Finn. So you I, think Finn I, will win at SummerSlam? Because I think eventually Finn will take that belt off of Seth Rollins. Why? Well, so that means Finn wins at SummerSlam because after I think if 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 it goes on to SummerSlam. And Finn does not win at SummerSlam. He won't get another title shot for a while. So you're saying possibly. So Seth might lose the title at SummerSlam. Oh, well, actually, you know, that actually might happen. Because by the time we get to SummerSlam, Finn gets the title from Seth. Seth leaves, does the does the promo movie tour for Marvel with the new Captain America series. He needs to take time take off. Take a little bit of time off. Go he, home. Well, play with your baby. Well, he even talked about that life, on, Whatever. <laughs> he even talked about that on Impulsive. He, he's wanting to be involved with his two-and-a-half-year-old daughter more. He wants to be around. He's got the wrestling school in Davenport. He's also got some injuries. That he oh, yeah, he needs to... he needs some surgeries. That, honestly, I can see that that, that does. My understanding, he needs to have back surgery. Back and shoulder. Yeah. Uh, the one comment I liked about this promo is the puppeteer just had his strings cut. With a foot. With a foot to the face. Ow. Uh, overall, A plus. Thank you, Jay. Oh, for sure. Honestly, yeah, big ol' yes yeah. chance for Ju. So fantastic. Hey, we can't do yes chance anymore. Oh no, in WWE you can't. No, you just can't. not in AEW. No. Uh, then you have the Fatal Four Way. Uh, we both said uh, predictable. Predictable. We 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 knew it wasn't going to go to Butch. Uh, Grayson Waller's too new. Santos Escobar's not over. Everybody thinks he's as over as anything else right now. Too. No, the only the only thing the only thing that's over is the fact that he comes out wearing a LWO shirt. 
That's the only reason that he's quote unquote over. And, well, and he's not even over. It's the the thought that we're keeping Latino Heat Eddie Guerrero alive longer because of Dom that. does a just fine job of doing it. Mommy herself says it. She calls him her Latino Heat. That's gross in so many ways. I can only imagine her. You know, dude, poor young, poor buddy. buddy. Buddy's out. Buddy's in AEW watching this like non. Gross, petty stash looking dude with his amazingly looking wife, fiance, girlfriend, whatever it is. Girlfriend. Whatever it is. There's a ring there. Whatever it is, and seeing that grossness, and then you have the acclaim making, you know, fun comments yeah, about little, those little, little, little jabs. I love it. Uh, it was predictable. Weird. Yeah. They're going to give it to Escobar. It, it, I, what I didn't like is that they, they did it on AJ. Yeah, AJ has went from we're pushing AJ again to we're gonna kill AJ again. And where happened to the Good Brothers? They're there again. They left a company to go be over in the big boy area and get burned again. Yeah, I, I'm it's, sorry. It's fine. Their contract will expire this year, and, and then they'll go back to ROH yeah. or they'll go back to Impact. They won't go to AEW. They'll go back. They'll to go back Japan. to New Japan. Uh, then we had the uh, women's championship match. Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Uh, again, I've said this. Asuka's going to keep the title. And you'll die on this hill that Charlotte will win this title back from Asuka at SummerSlam. I don't agree with it because it won't happen. Because Asuka's going to keep the title. And she'll get cashed in. But stop with your stupid grin because I could see it in your face. No. Who says Asuka's going to be the champion when Io, Io cashes in? Because... I'm I'm not I'm not Oscar is going to beat Charlotte at SummerSlam in Detroit. I don't think so. I think Oscar will think beat so. Charlotte I don't think so. for the championship I don't think so. at De- in Detroit at SummerSlam and so. EO will cash in at SummerSlam. I don't think so. You may And think also the future National Wrestling Hall of Famer mm-hmm. Conrad Thompson would disagree with you as well. You know, he can disagree all he wants. To be fair, there's so we'll go into this non sequitur because we're both upset about it, and we'll. I'm we'll, not upset about it. No, 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 You're no, no, not that, not that. I'm talking about the National Hall oh, of Fame. Yeah, we're there. This so apparently in our in our state of Iowa, there is a uh, a wrestling it's, hall of fame. It is the National Wrestling Hall of Fame. It's nwhof.org. If you'd like to check it out, it's actually pretty cool. So this man sends me a message and goes, "I can't believe we're both." occupied on this weekend yeah where we could be doing something live with the podcast at a actual hall of fame ceremony for one of your idols with, in wrestling with the pod father himself conrad thompson and who's, and, who's inducting him and he is being inducted by a another podcaster slash future wwe hall of famer mm-hmm. uh brother love bruce mm-hmm. pritchard himself they're both going to be in. They're within driving distance Close by. right now. Right? Yeah, they are here. They are on what on Thursday, July twentieth. They are what what within about an hour and a it's half or two, maybe two hours from where we sit right now. Yeah, we could we could like touching distance. Yeah. Now, no one's going to let us get that close, but you never know. Hey, you never know. You pay, you pay hundred and thirty dollars, you get meet and greets with everybody. And here's my thing. I would love to do a video thing with him. Just to get tips and talk about the, the thing we love the most. Dude, 
Gerald Briscoe's going to be there. Yes, he will. John, John Bradshaw Layfield Good old JBL. is going to be there. Demolition. Oh, my gosh. Haku. They're all here. Yeah. They're all here. Baron Von Raschke. But, hey, it's fine. No, it's not fine. It's fine. It's not fine. There are things that we had to do as adults that we had to do. There's only one thing this weekend <laughs> that I have to do. And you're happy to be there because it's family. We digress. My dad, yeah, would look at me. Oh, I love it. And go, well, <laughs> you're disappointed you couldn't be here. But we understand. But I under. But I understand. Not we. I understand. By the way, your dad's TikTok feed was on my. He was on again. My, I was literally scrolling through the other day, and all of a sudden, I went Jim G, and I went, "What are we doing now, Jim G?" And man, he had thousands of people watching him again. Yeah. That man, he's got a following. I don't get it. It's fantastic. I love it. Hurts my brain. We're going to go into uh, Collision, which we have said before. Collision could be hit or miss Dude. if it's live. Okay. And this week, it was so live. This is this was what? Their third, four, third week. Three or four. It's it's either a month I, I inception. Think it's, I think it's their fourth. Oh, yeah. It's the last week of their Canadian tour. Yep. That is correct. Four so... It's been, they've been doing this for four weeks now, and I'm pretty sure that was a five-star match. I will say, when you kick off the show with FTR and Bullet Club Gold. The for, Bang Bang Gang, with, baby. For the AEW Tag Team titles in a two out of three falls match, I will say, and I've we've seen... Plenty. I'm getting goosebumps just even thinking about it again. We've seen plenty of matches. I have seen five star matches. I have, I know I have. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen really a five star tag team match like that they in are, decades. They are few and far between. And that match alone further proves why I have their picture in my living room. You have a Bullet Club gold picture in there? I would love to have Jay White, you know, just, you know, do his thing. But yeah. 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 it was hands down, the people in that crowd, I hope they appreciate the talent that they saw. They got to see a man who's been in New Japan Pro Wrestling forever yep. and is finally letting us see his talents in America. You have a tag team who literally has been on every independent circuit you can have then having the one stint in WWE and realizing we hate it here. This isn't for us. And then you go back to quote unquote the indie groups and get a resurgence in your career again. And then you have Juice, who don't get me wrong, Juice is Juice. But we're finally seeing these talented human beings perfectly placed together. And we got to see the most amazing five star match you've ever seen. I would just like to point out that Juice Robinson was actually wearing wrestling tights yes he this was week. yes he was pants great no uh, he wasn't wearing this stupid <laughs> god i got chains all over my pants <laughs> and i got spray paint on them and so 2000s you know grunge all the hardy boy pants yeah, yeah. no thank you yeah um it the match honestly it took my breath away it, it honestly did the 
getting every bit of aggression they've had and their storyline has been great. They yeah. progressed an amazing storyline, short, but well detailed, well thought out, and exclude Punk, who was in there for a moment a couple of weeks ago. You you literally have a group of guys who have been doing wrestling for years, decades, yep. Yep. and you put them in a room together going, let's map this out and make the most quality of quality matches you could ever have. Yep. So... What did you on what did you think? I, I've given my piece. What did uh, you dude, think? I honestly and like you said, I you know, getting goosebumps just thinking about it, it it a hundred percent exceeded my expectations for that particular match. I mean, obviously going into it, I you you I was expecting to get a fantastic fantastic mm -hmm. match but i wasn't disappointed no at all you even said last week you're like we're gonna get new tag team champions you did proclaim that and i said you know honestly i wouldn't be upset i can understand it but i don't think they're done with ftr because i don't think they have a a tag team now do i think possibly you know the gun club might come in and do it again I think so. Maybe. But they're on collision. There's not a lot of tag teams on collision. Right. So it might seem like they're going to ride this tag team championship for a while. They might do another run with the Acclaimed. But they just announced this coming up week on uh, Collision that there's going to be a trios match for the titles. Uh, you know, by, um, whoa, good Lord. Uh, the Acclaimed with Daddy Ass and the House of Black. So there's some things going on on Collision. Uh, also, I would like to say that overall, overall, yeah. all night, yeah, the uh, Owen Hart tribute. Oh, the ambiance. Pants. Absolutely amazing. The ring gear mm -hmm. was phenomenal. The homage to him, and plus having the wife of Owen Hart there. Uh, obviously, it was the finale of the tournament for the men and women's tournaments. Uh, so it was great to have her there. Uh, let's never see Tony Khan in a cowboy hat ever again. Uh, we don't need to see that because that was stupid looking. Uh, he already looks goofy anyway. He looks like a robot. And anytime he has anything different, it kind of just looks like he just is out of place. He almost seems like a, <clears throat> like a human, <laughs> or not a human, uh, like an, like an AI portrayal of a human. <laughs> Like, like the ones you see in Japan, the, like, the wide eyes, oh and gosh. he's looking directly at the camera, and it's incredibly obvious that he's reading a cue card or peering into our souls, whichever one it is at that point. <sighs> uh, a plus match. Yep. A plus 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 plus. Um, uh, also on this segment of of GQ Wrestling Podcast of Who Needs Pants, FTR needs pants. Yeah. Always and forever. Yeah. Like they. Don't get me wrong. I love I love Dax and Cash, but a they pants need, they need pants. They they need a seamstress to yeah. be able to get something on those yeah. uh, bare thighs. Yeah, it needs to happen. Yeah, uh, we're going to the uh, the finale match of Ruby Soho. Called this before <laughs> they even started the tournament. Ruby and well, you did say that the finale would be Ruby and Willow. You did say that, and you did call the winner. You did call the winner, Ruby and Willow. We all wanted to see. Willow get pushed, and boy, oh boy, is this girl getting a, the biggest push of a lifetime. Because after, like, let's go back to last year, 
Britt winning the uh, the Owen Hart Classic on the women's side that pushed her farther to get the title to have the title reign with the AEW Women's Championship, making it a big title and pushing it through. Now, will we say Willow's going to get a title shot for AEW Women's Title? Possibly down the road. She probably will, but this, sooner now rather this, than later. This big girl knows how to wrestle. Yeah, she's amazing. You see that running power slam? Sir, dear lord, gives you. British Bulldog flashbacks a little bit. I, well, I think she's been she's trained in a lot of New Japan stuff and all these different, well, dojos, really, yeah. to getting into different realms of wrestling. I love it. You love Ruby, though. That Ruby's your girl. I do. But is it hard for you not to see her get a push to win? It's so, Because it's, we've talked about going over, and she needs another push again. Anybody has followed Ruby... Uh, for any stretch of time, knows that she can get almost to the top, mm-hmm. but she can't quite get. Oh, there's there's like a there's a ceiling there. There's a well, there's a threshold mm-hmm. that she can't quite get over. And what is it though? Why can't she eclipse it? She didn't. She couldn't do it in WWE I either. Know. I don't know because she's got she's got the power she's got the spunk she's got the 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 cataclysmic ways of getting the crowd involved. She's very charismatic, very much so, and I don't understand why we will probably never see Ruby Riot Soho whatever you want to call her right as a women's world champion. And honestly, it is a shame. She, I could see them if they, you know, ever get to a point of doing women's tag team titles. You know, maybe she would be like they may make that group of women like the the cataclysmic of hey, let's make them tag team all the way champions. It's a possibility. It's a possibility down yeah. the road. Uh, the winner of that match was Willow Nightingale. Uh, with that being said, we're taking a good stopping point. We're going to take a little bit of a break. Uh, we will be. Uh, so we'll go right into the next one. Uh, we have Kings of the Black <coughs> Throne. Oh God, are you dying? No. Okay. Kings of the Black Throne versus two Jobers. <laughs> this. Ah, uh, yeah. I feel so bad when they do this to local talent. It's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna put you on TV, <laughs> and you're gonna face Malachi Black and Brody King. <laughs> I would I would look at Tony Khan and be like, Are you high? I appreciate the offer, but no thank you, <laughs> sir. But the money I bet the money was good. I bet he paid him handsomely. A five hundred dollar paycheck is not worth getting cannonballed by Brody King. If you're not uh, familiar with how uh, the size of this man, um look him up. One, he needs pants. Man needs pants. Two there is not enough there no. Well, it, like, if you're at one of his concerts, he's going to stage dive on top of you anyway. Yeah, and I'm not... You're not going to be front row? I'm not going to stand front and center. I'm not going to let this giant motherfucker <laughs> jump off the stage on me! You're not going to have your arms, like, wide open going, Me! No! Please, me! No! You don't want to die? No! No. I don't want a compressed spinal cord. <laughs> you don't want to be short? You don't want to be a midget? No. <laughs> and they... It's dwarf, sir. Anyway... <laughs> Little people. It's whatever you want to call them. Anyway, 
No, I, I feel so bad for these guys. It was it was intended to be a squash match for this reason because this is literally a public execution live on TNT. Good for them. You know, it was public. They got their names out there. Not great, but it was out there. It's sad. It was sad. Thirty-seven broken ribs. <laughs> it was a longer squash match than it should have been. I think they just kind of prolonged it. Uh, this is kind of pushing their their storyline with Andrade Alidolo, or if you want to talk to any of those announcers, Andrade or I feel like every time they have strokes when they're trying to speak words when it comes to <laughs> ethnic speaking, because I don't be wrong, I'm not ethnic in any way, but Andrade El Idolo or Kevin Kelly, yeah, I, it's whatever, yeah. Uh, it was a quick match. wasn't anything. Uh, then you go into uh, the finale ter- uh, of the men's side of the revolution is televised. Is Ricky it? Starks. Is it? It was that is night. It? it was that Do night. Do you believe everything you hear in a wrestling entrance theme? I have to, especially on that night. So no. Two weeks ago we discussed oh, this. Uh, we're not. Is gonna, that, no, is that we're, the we're same? not doing this again. Oh my god, <laughs> we're not doing this again. But I will say. I'm happy that didn't win. <laughs> I'm serious. We talked about it last week that you said if they did this, it would be a mistake if they made him win. Huge mistake. And huge. Uh, yeah. And thanks, Donald. Huge. Uh, and you know what? A, 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 Tony grew, he, he, grew a pair. He must have listened. To, yeah, he did. Gr- Tony grew a pair and let him not win. Because he's in charge of the match cards. He's in charge of the overall outcomes of he the show. He sacked up. And Finally. He, and Ricky, he put on a show. Yeah. Against like, a decrepit CM Punk. I didn't like what he did after the match. But what? What did he do after that you didn't whole like? Ripping the trophy out of the hands of Jushin Thunder Liger. Why didn't did you, like you really sounded sad about that. Because that guy paved the way for you to be where you are. You know what's so funny, though, is when they, when he did come out, though, did you notice that some of the crowd was like, Yeah, who was that guy? Because a lot of wrestling fans don't know who he is. It's really sad, though, but that's like 90s wrestling. 90s, 2000, 80s, 80s 90s, 2000 wrestling. And mainly, what, WCW? Big New Japan guy. That's also another reason why most people don't know who he is either. Uh, happy to see Ricky get a win. Happy to see possibly get another push, because this is what happens with those guys. Is they get those pushes. And with Ricky... Happy to see Phil lose. You're always happy to see Phil lose. Yeah. It, but with Ricky, he kind of stopped getting a push when his best friend left the company. It's true. When Cody was there running the show, Ricky was the guy for him to to be his next protege. And if you watch the behind-the-scenes show that they had, Ricky was his right-hand man. Co- Ricky still goes to WWE events with Cody. He's been on backstage photos that he's at those events with Cody because they're still friends outside of you know the product of AEW. Right. So great to see Ricky get a you know get a great match. They did say though, obviously. You know, Punk was going to get mixed jeers and cheers. He's going to get that everywhere he goes. It's going to get worse when he enters back into the States. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Go Canada. You know, 
have fun Canadians. But once you get back here in America, the Americans aren't too happy with uh, Mr. Punk. I wonder, I don't know where they go next. I don't know either, but uh, I think they need to do a show in Philly. Oh my God, no. And just let those rabid fans in Philly just tear him to shreds. You know, he always says he's got thick skin, but I've seen wrestlers who have thick skin that go to Philly. You don't come back, like, happy-go-lucky. No. Especially if you're a scumbag like CM Punk. Yeah. Huh. Anyways, we go into the next hour of... Sorry, after our two hours of collision, you get... Battle of the Belts 7. This is kind of like... They, they're they going to do this now almost on a weekly basis where they don't have pay-per-views. They have highlighted nights that they call them mini television. I don't know what they... Hey, your boy kicked off that show. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> because when it went black, I was like, oh, it's over. And then I heard... Doo, 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 doo. And I'm like... I shut it off after collision. This is ridiculous. I, I forgot that, yeah, that he was going to take let's on just, the let's murder just put it this monster. Way. Let's put it this way. Battle of the Belts usually is uh, is Dynamite. They usually do it on Dynamite, yep. and they usually make it a bigger thing. But they kept it on collision because they're trying to promote it, the tour, a little bit more. Um, I feel bad that Lance Archer, of all people, had to lose to this guy. You, so you weren't happy to see Orange Cassidy on the TV. I'm not going to go into that further. You know who I was happy to see on the TV? Oh, I know who you were. Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake the Snake snake with his really raspy voice. Smoke three packs of Lucky Strikes unfiltered a day. (laughs) Honestly, though, he actually, he looks like he's in a little bit better shape. Uh, That's all thanks to Diamond Dallas Page with DDP Yoga. Not sponsored. But DDP Yoga, it is the real deal. That's the one that got Scott Hall into his better life before he passed away. It got, you know, Jake the Snake back into his life and not looking like he's going to die every single time he takes a step. Well, dude, uh, Steve Austin is doing DDP Yoga. Those two are great friends outside of of wrestling anyway. uh, uh, Undertaker. Undertaker's doing DDP Yoga. Also, random, did you know Undertaker's tour is going to Kansas City? Huh. The Dead Man Show, the Dead Man Tour is going to be in KC. Huh. I don't know when, but I know it's in KC, and they're doing another one in uh, Chicago and Indianapolis. Huh. Random sideways, but DDP Yoga for the win. Um, every one of these Battle of the Belts, I'm not even going to go into it, because they're not going to change the titles on a second-tier show after Collision on a Saturday night. No. So we're just going to zoom through this. Orange Cassidy beat Lance Archer for the international title. Stupid. Um, Tony Storm beat Taya. Well, I no, I apologize. Apparently the feed cut out. There were some and weather issues. Some technicalities of some sort. So there was no winner for this match. So, so technically, I would, I'm Tony's the winner. I'm assuming they're going to run it back. Uh, I would assume. I would hope so. Don't get me wrong. Taya needs a belt. Yeah. She deserves everything that she's done with yeah. the company already. Uh, Luchasaurus, Sean Spears. Mr. Perfect 10 is not perfect anymore. Luchasaurus defending Christian Cage's TNT title. Yeah. He is the <laughs> he is the placeholder. However. However. 
Scorpio Sky was watching it on the TV in the back. You had to have been happy about that. I'm so happy to see I, your dude, boy I back. I am so happy to see Scorpio Sky back. You won't understand, people, how happy this man was when Scorpio Sky made his appearance during the Casino Battle. Oh, uh, wait. No, yeah, it was Casino Battle Royale when he got the, the golden circle, when whatever he, it was. When he, when he reached up and took down the brass ring mm-hmm. and then subsequently won the TNT title. Yes. So... Uh, that's the end of Collision. We're going to go right into Monday Night Raw. Uh, Monday Night Raw. I look forward to Monday Night Raw for a little bit re- different reasons now because of my kids who are now getting more and more invested. I sent a video to Garrett uh, the on Monday, and it wasn't Austin this time. It was Hazel. Hazel. Hazel is getting invested in this stuff now. Yeah. And uh, she, was taking, uh, she was taking a bath, and she requested that I leave the TV on so she can watch it from the bathtub because the the ladies were wrestling. <laughs> so she was That's definitely awesome. in involved in this. So that brings me more joy. Uh, let's just get into yeah, it. Yeah, what else brought me joy? Watching Brock Lesnar kick the crap out of Cody Rhodes <laughs> in front of his family. So I love it. So we obviously you open up the show. They're in Atlanta, Georgia, Cody's hometown of of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, don't get me wrong; it didn't really. Austin was asking me why they were cheering so loud for Cody because other places don't cheer that loud. And I was trying to explain, you know, you're in a home crowd; everybody likes to hear you. He goes, "It doesn't make sense. Why does anybody like Cody Rhodes? <laughs> He's corrupt." <laughs> So when you're calling out Brock Lesnar after all this other stuff that you're doing, and then he gives you the swerve of, oh, let's play the music again, and then it goes off, and then he plays the music again, and then it goes off, and then then you get thrown through the rope, through the, through the gorilla. Through the entryway. And he flew and got hit a lot. There was one shot. Was it the headshot? No. There was, he, he hit him across the back, and you could watch the chair go, where? Yeah. It was I was like, like, oh, that was a good one. It wrapped around his body. <laughs> oh, God. It's always good to see Brock Lesnar actually doing Brock Lesnar things and not actually getting pushed under Cody Rhodes. It's it's nice to see Brock Lesnar do Brock Lesnar things, especially when it's to Cody Rhodes. Now, I will say, do we think Brock Lesnar needs to stay away? After SummerSlam. After SummerSlam. He needs to just be done. Be with Be with your land. Be with your wife. Bury Cody and leave. Like physically in a ground? Yes. Tombstone and all? Yeah, you can leave his head oh. above the ground. Grim grinning ghost style. Pee on him. Nice. Pee on him, my God. <laughs> uh, we did have an Intercontinental Championship match of Gunta and Matt Riddle. It was not an Intercontinental title match. Ten- oh, sorry. That's right. It, it was, was to push to be able to possibly get a better look at... Yeah. It wasn't really anything. It was... Gunter taking his revenge on Matt Riddle after what happened last week. I'll tell you. Tag match. I'll tell you this. That boy needs pants. Just help. He just needs help. A lot of help. And pants. Well, you know. Even my daughter says I have more bigger underwear than him. (laughs) Well, you know. uh, (laughs) when, uh, When his tag team partner decided to take some time off. He has oh, wait, who's his tag team partner? Don't you know that guy? Does he have a creepy mustache? I don't think he does anymore. I think he shaved it off. That thing was gross. That goatee that it he was, had was funny. It was fantastic. 
Did you like that? Did you like Randall's mustache? It, it was fantastic. I, I, thought I we, enjoyed it. I thought we were going to see him more sooner than later, but evidently uh, it doesn't seem like it's going to be progressing that way. It'll probably be after SummerSlam if he decides to come back. I would like to see him come back, but this would be his farewell tour at this point because he knows it's over. Well, and the doctors have said, hey, you're old. You probably shouldn't go back. Now, will he listen to his dad and his his beautiful wife? Well, his dad has straight up said, yeah, he's not going to listen to the doctors. Good old cowboy Bob. But, guess what? We did get to see Gunter slap the ever-loving Jesus out of Matt Riddle's chest. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the blood spores pumping out of his chest? Uh, It was not good. He he slapped him so hard. One point he fell down. I thought he was crying. He probably was, because Matt Riddle's kind of a bitch. <laughs> just kind of? Yeah. Uh, let's just put it this way. No one's taking that title off of Gunter anytime soon. I think Drew McIntyre takes it off in the SummerSlam. Really? Yep. Really? Yep. Really? Yep. Mm. I don't know. He's... Yeah! I like that guy, too. He's over. He's really over. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I... The way that they're progressing, Gunter, I think they... Well, this will be their second match for the IC. Because the last time they fought was at Clash at the Castle. Are you sure it wasn't Crown Jewel? It, uh, yeah, made that mistake one time. Not making that mistake again. <laughs> wow, you're bringing something back from like week four. <laughs> Christ. Anyways, yeah, back at Clash at the Castle, which we all thought it was going to go the way of Drew and his hometown home country nope and it didn't happen this time in detroit detroit has good fans i remember when they had wrestlemania they have good fans out in detroit oh my gosh thank you hulk hogan um it's he's your idol well he's a real american you should be thanking him yeah well his you know his pythons it was just like trish yeah no we don't think trish uh gunta ended up beating matt riddle of course he did because it's Gunter. It's Gunter. We did get an amazing segment of Judgment Day. Is any time those four get in a ring, you know it's going to be Damien getting scra- like angry scary with Senor Money in the Bank. And then you have Finn who speaks a little bit. He just stands there and chuckles. And then you try to give Dirty Dom a microphone and... Dude! Dirty, dirty Dom is over. He's he's the most over non-action length heel you could have right now. I love it. I love this this version of Dominic Mysterio. I love it. He's so over. I mentioned it earlier. Oh, hold on. I I I spoke. uh, Oh yeah, inappropriately. You you did. New North American champion in NXT. Dominic Mysterio. Now. Obviously, they're winning their ways, and not no, traditionally. Not, and no, they're not going to strip him of that belt. No, it they he won it. It was a legitimate match. It was a legit match, unlike with Solo. Correct, correct. He won the match. Le- well, I wouldn't say he won it legitimately. He won it because because of mommy. I mean, mommy saved his little boy, I so mean, she didn't make sure Dom Dom gets his title belt. I mean, he he scored the pinfall, so that's technically what. Uh, what, finish, what finisher did he land? I don't know. I didn't watch the match. I'm assuming he had the frog splash. No, he didn't. Oh. 
what happened is I watched the match. Senor Money in the Bank jumped in the ring with his briefcase. He missed, got Damien out of the ring. He ran over to the corner. Mommy goes up, slams his face right into the into the title belt. He falls. Oh, he did do a frog splash. That's true. He got he landed on the ring. He does a frog splash, and Booker T is probably one of the best announcers of all time. Is you hear no, no one, two, three, and the the crowd at the at the Full Sail University was just and they walked out. It was it was it was a perfect moment for a non perfect title match. I love it. And Dirty Dom. But this was before, obviously, Monday Night Raw, talking, Judgment Day, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, provoking, you know, Seth Rollins, and I'm going to cash in, and this and that. It's the same stuff over and over again until something happens. But we got to see Kevin and Sammy. Jesus. (laughs) My favorite thing of the night, though, was Damien was holding the briefcase. And Kevin, why are you holding the briefcase? We know! You want it! Put it down! You got to stop bragging about it! And... He's over. Kevin's over. Sammy's over. And Damien, like we said, he's going to cash in soon. Yep. More sooner than I don't think he's going to hold it. Like we said before, he's not going to be a progressively long champ, uh, holder. He's going to win quick. It just depends on when and where and how. And who. It's true. And who. Then we had a women's tag team title match. Called this too. We had Sonia Deville. And Chelsea Green versus... Can you say Chelsea's name like Samantha Irvin? Chelsea Green! That. That thing. I love it. I love it so much. Chelsea. Well, she goes, Ahsoka Deville and Chelsea Green. Yeah. Versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. We knew that Liv's uh, return was going to be short-lived anyway. Because she wasn't fully healthy coming back. Right. They just wanted to get the titles off of Ronda and Shayna because Ronda's on her way out. Shayna's getting a push and they needed to get it to somebody else. So they had to give it back to the girls so they could give it back to Sonya and Raquel. Sorry, sorry, Sonya and and Chelsea. Speaking of them, I I think Shayna is going to get a big push. Uh, So after her promo... A couple weeks ago that we talked about, we thoroughly think, yeah, this should happen. She literally handed down a pipe bomb on Rhonda. Not that Rhonda's great at talking anyway, but Shayna proved herself. And Shayna's a face now. 100%. She's yeah. no no heel whatsoever at yeah. all. And then their little interaction that they had during you know Monday Night Raw as well by shouting at each other from one box down to the ring. Yeah, but uh, you did call new tag team champions. You did say that it's gonna happen. We knew Liv was hurt still, and Raquel needs a break. She does. She needs a little bit of a break. Maybe go for a solo stuff and go after something down the road. But Liv needed to have a full, healthy rehab for uh, her. I think. Well, it's it's Raquel and Rhea at SummerSlam. Yes, it is. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, good old mommy. It's a big woman match, actually. Rhea's not that big. It's those shoes. She's five foot eight inches tall. That's a that's a taller woman. It really is. It's a taller-ish woman. It is. Raquel's like six two. Well, to be fair, have you seen her boyfriend? Yeah, monster. 
Uh, I've never actually seen him in person. I have that mother. He's huge. If you don't know, Braun Strowman and Raquel together. Uh, hey, you also did say though with Sonya and Rick, uh, and uh, and Chelsea that they're a we we talked about this a couple weeks ago with unlikely tag team duos. Yep, it's 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 working. It, it's definitely working. And I think they promised Chelsea if she came back to WWE, we're gonna give you something. But we don't know what yet. But we're gonna get you there. And the when Carmella went down, and now she's you know having you know babies with your boy. Yeah. Uh, now get it, Corey. It, it kind of gives Chelsea a little bit of a push with Sonya, and it actually looks like this is gonna work. Yeah. And Sonya finally getting a legit push without Mandy Rose. Yeah. Because now it's not you know, their own little shtick that they had. And Sonya has a voice that's not the GM of SmackDown. Or any type of authoritarian figure whatsoever. So it's good to see them finally and new women's tag team champions. Woohoo! Yee-hee! Keep going down throughout the night. They're really... Was there really anything else besides this weird-ass Viking rules match? I mean, we don't even really have to talk about it, but there were a couple spots in that match <laughs> when uh, Otis was it Ivar? Yes, when he the the big one. Yeah, that's Ivar. When he caught him mid air oh and slammed him. Yeah, that was impressive as hell. <laughs> you 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 sent me a message. You went Otis, but like, okay, so obviously. We know Otis is strong. You know, he's deceivingly strong for how wide and roly-poly he is. That particular instant in that match should have shown everyone watching how ridiculously strong Otis is. He caught a 300-plus pound man in the air and not even like drop him or even struggle with catching him and he just, just slammed him it was just like <clears throat> right it uh, yeah to be fair it's sad though is that this is a technically it's a former money in the bank winner and most people will kind of forget <laughs> about Otis. <laughs> think about that oh. and he won he won the pandemic year when it was at wwe headquarters yeah and it <clears throat> fell into his arms and then I'm, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he? He lost that that the briefcase in another match for the briefcase against somebody else. I so he never that, that was during the pandemic. Yeah, that's a whole different time and era. It's a foggy time period. We don't like to remember the pandemic, but we did get to see a really weird match called a Viking rules match where they're on a boat in the middle of the ring, and we got to see Maxine get her jacket. And get, and get obliterated by Valhalla. <laughs> because Valhalla is scary. Oh my god. Uh, overall, like we don't really have to go into much. Because honestly, we've said this before. That this tag team turmoil between these two groups has been pushed way too long. And it's definitely mid-card stuff. And it's just keeping the fans happy. The only other thing that I really want to talk about from Raw... Was what is Tommaso Champa thinking? 
<laughs> what? No, no, by all means, keep going. On I want to hear you. God's great green creation. It is a beautiful creation. Was he thinking? But, but please, go into depth. I would love to you, hear him. You don't insert yourself into Bronson Reed's business. Bronson Reed, and you are on the Bronson Reed hype train. Like, you are heavy on it. And, and I, I, I understand. Paul, Paul Levesque is a big Bronson Reed fan as well. And we've even said a couple weeks ago, how do you push this man who's not getting a push at all that needs to get away from Shinsuke? Needs to get away from Ricochet. And now you give him champ. Yeah. That's, don't get me wrong, Tommaso is a strong individual and he's amazing at his craft. But I feel like it's a little too early to give him Bronson coming off of what seemed like, what did he say, 11 months of rehab and after spinal fusion and everything. Is he ready for a match with Bronson? Is he ready to be in a ring with this gargantuan of a human being that is a walking leviathan yeah i don't i don't think so i mean i just i don't want to see tomaso get hurt again that man is like one of the hardest people that will work his ever-loving ass off but he is so riddled with injuries every single time he gets in there yeah like i the, the fans didn't like the ending of the match, obviously because it was another DQ finish. And right. people like solidification. But, like we said, Champa is going to jump in there. And I think there's going to be another triple threat thing with Champa, Shinsuke, and Bronson. You, I don't think Ricochet is going to be involved with those anymore. No, because he's moving on to Logan Paul. bigger and dumber, I mean, better things. Austin, every time he sees Logan Paul, he always goes, why is the YouTuber back? <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, then we have the undisputed tag team title match of Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio versus Kevin and Sammy. Another thing that's just meh. It's just overly done. And yeah. we know it, and we've said it multiple times that we are not going to progress any bigger storylines until after SummerSlam. Because after SummerSlam, then you can reset because that's the middle of the year. You can finally kind of get some new title pushes, get some new storylines, or unless you're like SmackDown and you keep the bloodline going for another 7,000 years. Right. So uh, with that being said, we're going to take a break. Uh, All we really have left to discuss is what was a pretty decent dynamite this week. So uh, stay back. We'll be right here. And we're back. So we're going right into uh, Dynamite, which Dynamite, they promote out that we will have uh, an FTW championship match with Hook and Jungle. Uh, so, yeah, it says Hook and Jungle Boy. It says it was promoted as such. The blind tag team tournament title of, sorry, finale of Adam Cole and MJF versus Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara. And then they also promote out that they have Blood and Guts with the Golden Elite versus the Blackpool Combat Club. They should have called this Dynamite. We're going to get fined. Oh, my gosh. After, if you listen to what we talked about last week, they laid down these thick, 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 thick rules, and they broke every one of them. Can we just talk about the tag team match and then blood and guts? 
because that's really i mean well i, I want to talk about the turn of of a specific character that led off the show and how angry his father was at the announcement so they kick off the show with a hook and jungle boy jack perry which you have a vignette of jungle boy in the desert Jack Perry. Jared, Jack Perry was in the, in the desert, carrying a body or dragging a body through the desert and starting to lay sand on it, which all you saw was his the boots of his feathery little, twirly little boots that he wore as Jungle Boy Jack Perry, pretty much saying that Jungle Boy is dead. I'm done with this thing. We're going to move on. And here's my thing. I'm happy for him. I like the direction that they're going with it because we've said for months that this jungle boy stick is done it's yep. over yep. there's no jurassic express there's no more marco stunt luchasaurus jungle boy right it, it the tag team stuff it's over and now we're gonna see hopefully a better push for jack perry now do i think he's great no i don't i still am on that train of he's not a complete wrestler to me he he's not Sammy Guevara level at that same kind of entity of how I how he can wrestle, but what they could do with what they're giving with right now. He is good in the ring, but he needs to go to Chris Jericho's promo class. And we said that a couple weeks ago that he is not sharp on the mic. Right. But he didn't have to speak this week. No. What he did was did the vignette, got in the limo, showed up, and I like this. Other people don't. I love that he's coming out to Beethoven's Fifth. Me, you didn't like it. I think it's great. I <clears throat> I think they could have come up with better entrance music. But I think it fits the whole. He's trying to be taken. You're going from whoa, 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 whoa to serious to classical. Is a people take classical as a serious music and i think there he want people people want to take him seriously that's what he wants and then you have another guy that i could give a rip about i don't like hook i've never liked hook i don't understand hook i like his dad well you know be, because he's because he's taz yeah but i don't get his his thing and we've also said that the fdw title is not even a sanctioned title an outlaw title it's just there it exists it's taz's title from when he did it back in the day so the only thing we'll say about this match is what you liked as how pissed oh taz was so mad say why why was he so mad uh because well obviously there was chicanery at the end of that match and obviously taz didn't necessarily take too kindly to his son getting screwed over. Like when they when they pan to the announce desk, Taz is like, I don't even know why I'm on camera right now. <laughs> that was that wasn't even a that wasn't even a work or a shoot. That was a I'm an angry dad. <clears throat> that was a get the camera out of my face kind of thing. I will say the one one cool thing about this match was the uh, T bone off the apron to the floor. Yeah. Ow. Uh any move they do lately, my bones already hurt, but ow. that was extra out. Oh, but we have a new unsanctioned FTW champion in Jack Perry. Yeah. So maybe this will be a good thing. Though there, there's gonna be another title match probably at all out. 
more than likely. Probably. And good for them, you know, push a push a non title FT, FTW rules match, hopefully. Can you explain? It's just a hardcore match. Exactly. But they'd have to get it approved though, because you know, we can upset. I'm not gonna get into it. Me either. So we have we're gonna skip the women's match because it was great to see Britt wrestle. I won't lie. Yeah. Finally healthy enough to get a good wrestling match in for her. Yep. Very happy. And I think it. Billy Starks was the right opponent. Yeah. Kayla Starks. It's Kayla, Kayla Sparks. Her too. Sure. Uh, then, I am over the moon about everything about this, this tag team. It doesn't make sense, but it works. You have Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia, which obviously uh, part of the Jericho Appreciation you know, society. Versus Adam Cole, baby, and Maxwell Jacob Friedman, the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. The way they come out is, you know, Max comes out first and you hear do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And then it obviously cut my music and then does the point. And you hear Max's music again and just goes, why do this isn't working? And then you hear, it's all about the... And then it moshes into it and he freaks out. He grabs his best friend, swings him in a circle. They have matching jackets. Is there better than you? Baby. I love it. I love it. Even though we already know the overall demise of this tag team, somebody's getting screwed over next at All Out. More than likely. Does your brain hurt? You're squinting yeah. so hard. Yeah. Why does it hurt? Is it because of Daniel Garcia's hips? Is it the pelvic thrust? Is that the pelvic thrust <clears throat> to get into you? Is no, that what it is? No. Was it the synchronized moves dancing of Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia? It's the fact <laughs> that I hate that I love this tag team so much. <laughs> Like it, it. Uh, no, no, no! By all means, hurts my brain. A lot of things hurt people's brains. Like this is this is a throwback to like Austin Michaels back I, in the day. Like thinking, I, don't, I was even thinking Cena Michaels. I don't. I don't like it. I think. It's a great breath of fresh air to give Max a baby face feel for how things could feel again for him. Kind of makes me want to vomit. I think they should hit the double clothesline to make it happy. They did hit the double clothesline. I know it was so great because they were so- they were talking about it. It was amazing. Yeah, the, that poor guy in that Chinese restaurant—they probably killed that guy. <laughs> Dude, uh, here's my thing. AEW is winning so well at this whole thing they're doing. They're promoing Adam Cole again, making him a household name again after being hurt for so long. They're making Maxwell a baby face temporarily He's and making him puke. and making him likable again Ugh. because you're giving him with Adam Cole. What would be weird though is if they did get them the tag team titles against FTR. That would be very odd. I don't see it happening, but if they did... There are more deserving actual tag teams. Name one. 
The Bang Bang Gang. Name another one. The Ass Boys. Name another the one. The Acclaim. Name another one. Fucking. <clears throat> uh, hmm. Well, let's see. Uh... <laughs> you really could go down. Uh, magic, young... magic meat. <laughs> Gross. The Young Bucks. Uh, Hung Bucks. Uh... Adam Page and Kenny Omega. The Golden Lovers. Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega. <laughs> Don Callis oh my God, gross. and Kanosuke Takeshita. I don't care. <laughs> you, you're saying anybody is better at winning this title except Max and Adam. Actual tag teams. Except Not, hey, we're going to do a quote-unquote random draw. Give it to the fucking... <laughs> give it to the fucking Hardy Boys. Gross. Give it to Jeff Jarrett and Setnam Singh. Hey, where'd they go? Give it to, give it to Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal. You know it's funny. We get Jay Lethal, but we haven't seen him get anything at all give since it, he's been in the company. Give it to, to Setnam Singh and Karen Jarrett. Oh, there you go. That'd be weird, but okay, yeah. I'm give in. it, give it to Mark and Papa Briscoe. So you're what? All you're saying is that they don't deserve these, right? Got it. They okay. didn't even. They don't even deserve the shot. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. I don't it's even care. dumb. I, I, I hate it. I love it so much. Stupid. Uh, so the winner of that match, come on, say who the winner was. Yeah, we know who the winner was. Adam Cole, baby. I love Adam Cole. I love Adam Cole probably more than any other superstar on television right now. That's saying something, too. There's a lot right. of guys out there. I like I love Adam Cole more than I like Damian Priest. Wow. Yeah. To be fair, you've been on the Adam Cole train. You're wearing a Shock I, System yeah, shirt right now. An undisputed Era shirt right now. Adam, the tag team that should be in this finals match should be Roderick Strong and Adam Cole. Not, but Roddy got his neck hurt. You know. Well, if Samoa it. Joe wasn't such a piece of crap, <laughs> but it. I, I, so I, I hate that they're pushing this non-tag team to win the tag team titles. I, well, like we said, this though, is, do we see them winning it though? You do. I do. I I really do. But also, I don't want to see it off of my boys either because I like my boys. Bring Bubba and Devon back. Let nah, them win it. Devon's having too much fun not wrestling anymore, and Bubba's having a great time in Impact. Busted open. That's fine. Yeah. I like his. I like his podcast. Yeah, it's great. Then it's we're going to spend the rest of this mat, uh, this rest of the podcast talking about what was blood and guts violence. It was pure anarchy in the arena. No, they can't do those anymore according to the rules. Oh. But every single thing that happened inside of the the cage was was broken in the rules that we had talked about last week. Yeah. Yeah. What you thought was interesting is that the first opponent that went into the match. Yeah, it was really weird that Kenny started that match for the Golden Elite. I that I was not expecting Kenny to come out first. But but living up to the best bout machine moniker, he came out first and he went 45 minutes. So getting to be able to see Kenny do 
an Iron Man match with Pac live. Tupac? No, did you see? The, I read him. Did you see that they they found a killer the other day? Well, they served warrants. There's no actual person. But still, though. Yeah. Thirty, 30, 30 years 30, later. Thirty years later. But there's no, there's no statute of limitations for homicide in the state of Nevada. That's anyway, true. we got to go. <clears throat> um, I got to see Kenny face Pac in an Iron Man match. That's an hour, and literally we watched a forty-five minute. Match between him and Bill Ocean Spray at Forbidden Door. It was amazing. I didn't care for the outcome, but whatever. I called the outcome. Um, Should have put money on it. But, uh, yeah, no. Kenny coming out first was unexpected. But you liked it, though. Because it thoroughly, thoroughly proved that he is the the top tier of wrestling. He, he He's got the, the stamina. The best about machine the best there was the best there is yeah huh. yeah it was really weird that pop or that they started that claudio that, was, the, that the bcc started with claudio yeah so that was my thing is that of all the people you're gonna go kenny and claudio i honestly i honestly thought wheeler yuda was probably gonna start that match. I, either I, him or pock i, I would have thought that too but you're gonna give claudio a more bigger push and then you give with Kenny. I, I don't know. I, I didn't hate it, but I was surprised. Then you enter Pac. Pac comes in and gets the two on one advantage. It's Pac. And then Hangman. And then Hangman comes in after that. Then Moxley's after. Paper Skin Man! <laughs> I want to get a t shirt that literally is just a piece of paper, the cut out of a human, and it's just Paper Skin Man. Yeah. That's fantastic. So you have Paper Skin Man. Then yeah. you have Nick Jackson. Jackson. Then Lilo Yuta. Yuda, Matt, then Matt Jackson. Jackson. Then Konsuke Takeshita. And then the... Come on. <sighs> Come on. Get it out. Dude. Man. Okay. So when Ibushi's music hit... We were, we're, we're sitting there. We're eating dinner. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. And what did the girls think? Were they asleep? Yeah, they were okay. asleep. Okay. I didn't know if you freaked I, out with the girls. I sat... Because I, I was sitting there, I had my plate in my lap, and I know, I know I'm exactly. watching, I'm eating. Yep. And then <clears throat> I set my plate down and I pushed it away. <laughs> what did Andy do? She just kind of looked at me like, what are you, you okay? <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm just waiting. I'm breathing it in, man. <laughs> Drink it in, man. And the music started to intensify a little bit. <laughs> and... All of the hair on both of my arms just stood up, and I had goosebumps. And Andy's like, "Oh my god, you good?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm real good." <clears throat> and then Kota Ibushi walked out on the stage, and I was like, "Good God, yes!" See, even before Kota Ibushi, they led up into one of the worst things I've ever seen on television. Paper Skin Man brought out the bed of nails well, right before, before Kota Ibushi. He had a damn fork. He did have a fork. He hey, was stabbing. Come on, come on. Who's your guy? Come on. New Jack. <laughs> actually, before New Jack, it was actually a duel with the butcher. But anyway, uh, there was a there was a swinging coup de gras through a table. Yeah, Pac doing, Pac doing his best impression of uh, Finn Balor going through the table and with his... Uh, the bucket of glass shards. Oh, my gosh. And... Uh, <laughs> You had the bucket of glass shards. You had the thumbtacks all over the ground. You had the fork. You had the. It was raining. Yes, it was. Yeah, he's on top of both of the cages. Going. Nick Nick Jackson is just. He's just dumping. He's dumping seed all over the ground. He's just dumping thumbtacks. (laughs) 
And at one point, they pan to, I think it was Claudio, and he's he's holding his hands out and he's looking up and just going, why? Why? <laughs> but, but, but why? But yes, and then we got the dreaded skin-rending oh. bed of nails. So Moxley goes under the ring, grabs a bed of nails, pulls it out, puts it in the corner where the ring post is, and they're trying to launch Kenny into it. Kenny stops. And eventually did. They, but, but he stops. Yeah. He throws around. And then he gets thrown into it. Bounces off of it. The bed of nails moves. Falls. falls. Skins his arm. And you see Kenny go. Ah, ah, ah. And yeah. then it falls again. And it shanks him in the leg. He goes. Ah, ah, and it falls over again. Kenny's pissed. Don't blame him. Well, and there was also one oh no it was when uh ibushi was coming down to the ring uh-huh and they show <clears throat> from the opposite side of the cage ibushi walking down the ramp and all you see is kenny's hand on the bed of nails and moxley is standing on his hand ow ow giving ibushi the bird yep. double bird yep it's like stop it now i bet it brought you joy when they uh threw paper skin man on top of the uh, on top of the nails and then ibushi with standing moons on yes um that okay i can handle the tables ladders yeah, chairs yeah, yeah of course I, of course thumbtacks that hurts the fork the fork was hard is it that's a little yeah. hardcore for me but, but then it's i i get it but then but then you well the other thing is is the bucket of broken of glass. glass yeah Okay, that's that's pushing it. Uh-huh. I'm I'm good with the thumbtacks. The uh-huh. glass is a little much, but but then you bring out the bed of nails. Ow! What? Ow! In uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? It's paper skin man. He needs to go back. If he's gonna do shit like that, he just needs to go back to GCW. Yeah, and jerk off with Nick Cage and. They can hit each other with light tubes and throw each other on beds and nails and hit each other with razor wire and both of them can bleed out and rid the world of themselves. Can, can there be an exploding barbed wire death match in there too? Potentially. Oh, maybe good. that will be that's, the death of them both. But you don't like Nick Gage? No. Fair enough. I don't. Um, Him or Nick Cage. Anyway. This match was... Bloody. Violent. Oh my dear God. Everybody was coded. What about the, the shoe with thumbtacks? You loved that. To a uh, Wheeler Hughes. You, you I, I love anything Young Buck. Yeah, well, it's kind of like going back when they had the firecracker on the foot back at the last pay-per-view, too. <laughs> and this awesome. shoe exploded. That was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, it was great. It's funny, though, is that we talked about last week where they had all of these stipulations and things that, oh, we're not going to do this stuff anymore. They had to get all that stuff. They improved all that stuff. I wonder if they got it all approved before the Reign of Terror happened. And then they went, by the way, Maybe. we have this planned. We're going to do this. You're going to be okay with it. Please don't fight us. <laughs> Please. I was waiting for, because there were a couple of people that didn't get color in that match. Yeah, there were some. There were definitely some people well, who didn't have some red chest. Takeshita. Didn't bleed. No, he did not. He stayed. He stayed away from most of the violence. Pac did not bleed. Surprisingly enough, that man likes to bleed too. Uh, Claudio. 
Claudio, I was, he's more clean cut. Did not. He's kind of clean cut. Uh, well, and obviously Ibushi. No, you're not well, gonna... actually, he's he's not afraid. But you're not going to get he, color. on a temporary contract for a one nighter. I don't think they're going to make him get bloody. I mean, he's not against it. No, uh, but then you have obviously obviously Skin Man. Yeah, he. By the way, if we don't know, you've been listening to the podcast. It's John Moxley we're talking about, but we like calling him Paper Skin Man because the guy he loves blading. He he loves to bleed. He rubs his eye. Too hard. <laughs> just ah! <laughs> and he gets a laceration in his cheek. Every time I think of when John he, Moxley, when though, he goes to shave and just gets, it's not a little nick. That is a, a gash. Every every time I literally think of John Moxley, all I hear is uh, Dwight Goodman. No one makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> every time. He's he's something else. He's something else. He, but obviously the winners of the match were the Golden Elite. Hey. Due to John Moxley uh-huh. submitting four Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, because well, he was he was what? He was uh handcuffed to Moxley was handcuffed to the, uh, to, the to the rope. To the ring bottom ring rope. Right. And they were choking Wheeler Yuta with, with a, a log chain. Dude, that chain was like no joke. That, you know, we say, oh, you know, uh, it, it, prop table or, you know, prop. There was no prop anything. It wasn't, no, a lot of that. That was a lot of real. Uh, the, the, the glass is different. The table was prop table. Prop table. Prop table. Better nails? Obvious, that's obvious, better nails. Obviously, it was sugar glass. Better nails is better nails. That was, that's, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, it, and it doesn't matter if they're prop nails or not. Thumb, still gonna, th- thumbtacks still gonna mess you up. Thumbtacks are real. Th- those are thumbtacks. The 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 log chain, real. Especially the sound. The sound of the heaviness of that chain yep. going around his throat. Yep. Really was like, oh, that's not a fake chain. That's not fake at all. With that being said, that's our week in wrestling. Like we we were. We're very blessed with great wrestling this week. Hopefully, we are very blessed anytime Kenny Omega is on the TV. God, you sound like Don Callis before Don Callis went evil. And your point? <laughs> I knew you were going to be like, I, I call that as a compliment. That, that is a that is a compliment. <laughs> because I'm a heel in real life. It, honestly, truthful statements all the way around. Uh, this coming up week, we've got, you know, normal back to real wrestling, you know, collision doesn't have a tournament going on. We're kind of pushing up against now all outs coming up in a couple weeks. SummerSlam at the end of the month of August. You know, we've got a couple of things that are going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of redundant storylines coming up. I I think, I think we're going to start seeing more storyline advancement. Yeah for the matches that are being laid out. I just don't think there's going to be any title matches coming up that's going to be I mean, any relevant they're, they're ones. probably... I mean, your boy's going to defend his... I, you know... Stop at the beginning of every... At the uh, beginning of every I Dynamite... Swear, I swear to the Lord, if I hear that sound... I'm turning the TV off. I can't. I can't. I will literally have to wait 25 minutes to be able to get to the, to the next episode, the next part of the match. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> It literally bugs me so much now. Success. Corruption. Uh, 
With that being said, thank you for listening to GQ Wrestling Podcast. It's another short week of rest of short week of the pod because I feel like we're finally going to get a flow down, and we promised you we it may be long some points, but we're going to get it to a point where you want to listen to the shorter versions. And we're I like gonna, it. Going to try to keep it right around that ninety minute mark. So uh, follow us on Instagram at GQ underscore Wrestling Podcast. Uh, GQ underscore Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. We also have Twitter. Which is GQ, a wrestling podcast, all one word. That is GQ, a wrestling podcast, all one word. Thank you for making us in the top 100 of wrestling podcasts in the nation and the globe, really. Uh, like we said before, we're very blessed to do this. Did anybody ask us to do this? No. But do we love doing it, enjoy it? Of course we do. Uh, the next couple weeks are going to be a little hairy with a couple of uh, uh, my vacation that's coming up. Things that just co- stuff that we had planned previously. Next next week there might be a little bit of background noise. Yes, because uh, we will be um, myself and my kids will be preparing to leave on our vacation. So you may have some special guests next week. With my kids might want to come in and say hi a couple times. That's what this is. It's family oriented as well. Um, but then the week after that, we probably won't have a podcast because it'll be very difficult for me to even watch TV while I'm in, uh, the happy land of Disney. Pretty sure. It's the happiest place on earth. It is somewhere though. So. Right. Uh, with that being said, uh, we bid you adieu and, and good, good night. night. Bang. Bang.